It's morning huddle time. Jeremy, thank you so much for being here this morning, man. You're welcome. I think it's morning. It's still dark here in California, but right. <laughs> You're, you're, uh, did you do the, did you do the all nighter, a, a Red Bull fuel? Just no, we talked about that. And to your advisement, that was not a good plan. I, I took a couple hour nap. That, there you go. That's not yeah. bad. Couple hours yeah. a night. That's all anybody usually gets. Right? All right. Whatever. I'm a gamer. <laughs> I really appreciate you being here. This is awesome. Yeah. No problem. Um, so, so we were talking a little bit, uh, we were talking football just a little bit. I saw that helmet behind you. You're, you're begging for, uh, uh you know, and I'm sorry. Um, yeah, right there. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's it's one of those things, man. One and done is so difficult for football, but I know there's a lot of hurting fans right now. I'm currently one of them. But, um, you know, credit to the Niners. They they whooped us, and we didn't deserve to win. I'm not, a you know, whining about the call or anything like that, whatever. But it's now now it's next season. I gotta wait till so that's that's a little rough. It got really exciting there at the end, man. I it was, did. I, was I like, like they're they're competing. The end, I guess. Yeah, I mean, look, it, 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 it's a uh, I'm a I'm a Steelers fan, and uh, we did not compete. <laughs> so, no, not really. No, not really. No. No. no, we all saw that coming. That was that was at least. Uh, we were yeah. like, all right, we've made the playoffs. One more week to, uh, you know, to get destroyed by the Niners. And <laughs> I'm sorry, say, by the uh, by the Chiefs. And to say goodbye to Big Ben too. He's got he's got to go bye bye. Yeah, he's 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 got good dude. Uh, yeah, he's he's our he's our guy. But uh, he's yeah. got he's he's got it's time to hang him up. Yep. It is time. He knows that. That's good news. Uh, yeah. So we're uh, the, the joys of live streaming. Uh, yes. I just got a text from Stacy. She's got kids stuff she's wrangling through. Oh, there she is. I was just, I almost got away with not telling this <laughs> story. Thank you so much, uh, Stacy. I know it was uh, hectic this morning. I know. I hope I didn't panic you. Uh, yeah, I'm sweating. But what else is new? <laughs> not me, not at all. <laughs> I know, of course. <laughs> nice to meet like, you, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy's like, I'm way too tired to sweat. I'm good to go. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, uh, we're, we're getting started just a, a minute or so behind where we normally would at this point. So I'm going to push forward and jump in. Uh, so I'm your host, Chad Prinky, alongside my partner and producer, Stacey Holzinger. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, and we have our guest today is um, Jeremy Owens. And, and Jeremy uh, has a couple of cool things going on. I'm going to let him tell you about. But uh, today's session or you know, today's show, that is, is geared around the importance of having a contractor peer network, mm -hmm. a contractor peer group that you can lean on uh, yeah. of trusted people and the impact that that has when you do and you don't have um, a peer group. And so just as always, uh, Stacy is going to engage with our live viewer uh, audience and uh, please ask questions along the way, engage with Stacy. Stacy's job uh, is to uh, capture the best and most interesting thoughts and questions from our audience and, uh, and, and pose those in the final minutes uh, of our uh, session. So, Stacy, uh, uh, anything you want to say before I uh, pop uh, into my conversation with Jeremy? I'm just excited about, you know, what you're going to bring to the table today. I know a lot of people over the years have wanted some type of community, um, you know, digitally or, you know, they looked for LinkedIn groups or Facebook groups for to meet construction people and we could not find something like that. So I'm interested to see what you're going to share with us. Awesome. Thank you. 
All right, here we go. Uh, so, Jeremy, U.S. Construction Zone, which I know isn't your only gig, um, but you know is is um, you know something that is is obviously near and dear to you. Uh, yes. Give us a little bit of the background. What is U.S. Construction Zone, and 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 give us a little bit of background on you. Yeah, sure. Um, I grew up in in remodeling. I'm the third generation, so I own a remodeling business in Folsom, California, called Three Generations Improvements. And we do siding windows decking out here. It's been an awesome family business. I work with my dad and my grandpa has since retired. And unfortunately, we lost him this last year. Um, so, uh, you know, been a very blessed to have a family business and, and a dad that I totally admire. So um, been enjoying that part of my, my business and that part of my experience. And like I said, we, we have roots started from the 50s. My grandpa started in 1956. My dad in 72 and myself in 2002. So it's just been a long history. It's been in my blood. Um, enjoyed remodeling every step of the way. Um, U.S. Construction Zone came kind of on the heels of uh, I went to a trade show um, and we were kind of doing a roundtable with uh, other remodelers. And, you know, on the way out, we were exchanging business cards and a gentleman from Tennessee said, hey, you know what? I wish there was a better way for us to connect through the year, you know, and chat about these things. And, you know, that kind of idea popped in my head and just kind of rolled around there for a little while. Pandemic hit, you know, our connection point really went away. And I was thinking, man, we got, as an executive, we don't really have a construction focus group. There's, there's everything. There's a LinkedIn, there's, there's so much to do, but not really specific to us. And so I really started developing it during the pandemic is when I really ramped up development and, just launched in October and it's been a fun ride. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so uh, this combination of uh, longtime general multi-generational family business mm -hmm. and then launching this new endeavor of U S construction zone to create, um, you know, better ways for contractors to connect yeah. um, uh, leads to really what, what, uh, you and I are so interested in, in, you know, talking about here, you know, this morning, which is um, on some level, the iteration of the contractor to contractor network yeah. over the years. And you've gotten a chance to see it firsthand. I'm sure hear about it, countless stories and examples yeah. uh, over the course of time. The, 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 you know, our, our, uh, parents and yeah. grandparents were so much more, um, networked in the business community yes. in, in a really grassroots way, yeah. uh, than, than, uh, our, I'll call it our incoming generation, um, right. is what did that look like when you think about, you know, your dad and, and your grandfather, what, what, what did their peer networks look like? Oh man, you're right. I mean, with, with no internet, if you were out, you know, um, skin to skin, you know, saying hi to people, you didn't have a network. So it was Rotary club meetings. It was, um, you know, local community center mixers. It was multi-level marketing. It was like all of these things is what I grew up. I mean, that that's just how you met people. And then, you know, it's funny, this thing, probably if, if we have some young people listening, they had what's called a Rolodex. 
And the Rolodex is where they store their contacts. That's where you would meet somebody, you'd get a business card, you would write, you know, their information, you'd write where you met them and you would say, Hey, call this person if you need X advice. And that's how they, that's how they had their contacts and they had a daily planner and they, you know, it was just so strange because watching what they did to, to hustle was so much more different than what we do to hustle. I mean, it was, you know, like I said, you had to be actually face to face with somebody before you had a network connection. I mean, unless you went to a trade show, you had to get involved in the community. And unfortunately, I don't think there's a lot of involvement anymore. Like just, you know, from a, from a local mixer standpoint, I don't really see that. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, I, I, I'm close with uh, several different associations in the, in the building industry. There's no question that associations are uh, talking about the importance of engaging the next generation uh, and, and, you know, the, the, I guess, sort of natural pushback that the, that the younger generation has toward these types of um, what, what I'll call grassroots, you know, um, uh, in-person, physical, local networks yeah. that, um, yeah, it is different now it, that, that, that in you know, your grandfather, if he wanted to, uh, if he ran into a challenge in his business, whether yeah. it was in the field or whether it was, you know, a, a business oriented challenge, mm-hmm. he picked up the phone. He flipped through the Rolodex. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, he, he said, picked up the phone without hesitation. Yep. Yep. Yeah. How weird is that, that the phone was the only way to connect really? I mean, unless you, you met, you had a coffee meeting, it was like right. you had to pick up the phone to set up anything. Right. I mean, the funny thing too, was I would ride with my dad on calls and, he had a bunch of quarters in his pocket and there was quarters in his car. And, you know, you would have to, he'd know where all the best payphones were, you know, uh, I got to stop off and make a call. Like how weird is that? Like yeah. just, just, just the roll of quarters. I mean, he didn't, we didn't have cell phones and he had, he had the first, you know, giant brick phone, you know, in the, in the car. And that was wild, but it's just so strange how in three generations, the business looks that there's nothing that looks similar. Yeah. It's evolution that did not prepare us for this speed. No. Uh, so no. The, for, for the, for the, for what we're dealing with now and adjusting to. So for all the benefit, for all the upside that we get from technology and, and, mm-hmm. the, and the benefit that I can just pull out my, my new, my new phone is my, this is not a phone like, like our, like, you know, this yeah. is a this is a device that attaches us to the world, and it's a powerful tool. It's a wonderful tool. Um, yeah. This is you know absolutely not technology bashing, but but what I that same situation I run into a business problem today. Mm-hmm. I'm much more apt to Google it. Yeah, no, for and, sure. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and um, uh, when you think about the the um, the number of questions that yeah. are just totally inappropriate to try to get answered by a search engine. Right. Right. That's where the value of the peer network still exists. Right. Like that's where, that's where, you know, so yeah, if if, if I'm interested in, and how am I going to convert this, uh, you know, metric measurement to, you know, uh, an empirical measurement uh, system, Google is fantastic for that. Yeah. Perfect. 
Yeah. Or any number of your apps are fantastic for that. Yeah. Yeah. But if I'm interested in when is it the right time for me to hire a VP of operations? Right. Totally right. I mean, I Google for me is 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 so much more salesy than I, it used to be. And and there's a lot of search engines, right? I mean, using Google loosely, but um, yeah, you go to Google for for some of these executive questions we have, and you're going to get sold. It's going to be businesses. It's going to be um, apps. It's going to be things. That basically, you have to to pay for to get what your your question is, and you're not going to get a peer that's going to come out and say, "Hey, I got I can help you with that." You know, ping me. You know, there's there's no people on there, and so th- yep. this is really the idea is like we need that people connection and a personal thing. Is as close to personal as you can get without, you know, skin to skin thing. And that's where I'm, that's where I'm headed. Okay. So, so enter social media. Now social media has, has, you know, obviously, uh, you know, blown up in the past two decades. Um, You know, how has social media filled the gap and and what are the, what are some of the, the, I guess, risks associated with trying to, you know, fill that peer network need uh, in a social media platform? Yeah, it was strange. 2003, uh, MySpace was invented and it completely changed the landscape um, from then on. It was like a mad dash. And, and obviously, you know, the writing was on the wall that we were going to change the way we communicated. And that's when it just the inflood of all the other different social media apps came out. And really, it was unfortunately, it was a mad dash to get connections. It was like, I want as many connections I don't care what industry, I don't care if we have any like, uh, you know, similarities at all. It was just like, I want to have a thousand people, you know? And so what happened was with uh, wherever you went in socially, you just wanted to get a lot of connections and whether that was LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever. And unfortunately what that did is that did not prepare us for a pandemic. It did not prepare us for having political discussions. It it prepared (laughs) us to fail. It just, we set ourselves up to have this fake social media persona. And unfortunately that's not real. And I think it's crumbling right now. And I think that um, I'm frankly, I'm kind of glad it's, it's changing a little bit. So I think it was not a great way to network. The, the um, uh, I've, I've, I've had some visibility into speaking about the, the building industry uh, there's, there have been attempts, and and I think you know, with varying levels of success, there have been yeah. attempts to create, um, you know, communities, online communities mm-hmm. within these social media platforms. Heck, we're in one right now, right? Which is sure. that sure. that in, in in on LinkedIn, in Stacy yeah. and my you know sphere of of relationships, we you know I I think if you looked at my connections, it'd be ninety four percent you know building industry people. Um, that, uh, we're, we, we've got these very, I think, personalized kinds of communities, uh, inside these broader social media outlets. Um, and, and I think there have been some that have been successfully created. I think there've been some that, that, you know, fizzled. Um, and, uh, at the end of the day, I think one of the biggest challenges that, that people have is in social media is sorting out. Who is credible? <laughs> you know. So when yeah. I need advice and I want to turn to an online peer network, um, where do I turn and who is actually credible? So, so talk about how um, U.S. Construction Zone fills a different kind of need. It just it, give us a little bit of a, 
um, yeah. you know, context on that. Sure. Yeah. I think you're right that there's, there's groups everywhere. I think that it's been hard to get traction. I think part of the, the difficulty is that social media in itself is very distracting. So, you know, you, you have a subset group in there and, and before you know it, you're getting all these pop-ups and there's messages flying at you and it's just hard to focus. It's just a very broad uh, group. And so when you're with, you're within like LinkedIn, for example, you know, you have real estate agents, you have building industry, you have your mom, you know, all these, all these people that are, that are out there and, and pining for your attention. And unfortunately there's a lot more ads. There's a lot more push. There's a lot more bots and things that are coming your way that aren't even real people. So I think that that's distracting. So what I wanted to do with U.S. construction, I was say, you know what? It's for all aspects of the construction industry, all, you know, really executives, management level people to come together in one place. And then eventually I want to have the members enough where we can create those subsets of, hey, you know, I want to create a siding and window group or I want to, you know, get a little bit more personal with these folks. But to the credibility piece, it's just going to take time. There's no way you're going to get a message from someone and just go, I trust it. You're going to just have to get to know these people on a personal level. And that's going to take a little bit of time. That's going to take a little bit of back and forth. And, and before you, you take that as, you know, as, as a good advice or, or bad advice, but ultimately you just have to spend some time and invest in other people. And, and I think that's what, what needs to happen if you're really going to have a robust networking group. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think, you know, uh, I'm excited about what you're doing. I think, the, you know, creating a space where I know this is for people who are trying to accomplish the same things I'm trying to accomplish, that we're not going to get on there and end up having a political discussion or we're not going to end up on there, yeah. you know, arguing about sports or, you know, or whatever. Right. Um, but but I'm, it's, just, it's a very specific place where I can go to get, a, you know, get my needs met. So when I want to talk about what kinds of insurances I maybe should be carrying, or I want to talk about how people are navigating new compliance rules in my jurisdiction or fill in the blank, that sure. this is a place where I could potentially go ask my questions and, and, uh, and find people, you know, who, who have a high likelihood, um, of, um, you know, uh, experiencing those things, caring yeah. about those things. And, uh, and then when I see the advice, you know, I, 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 credibility to me is like, it's such a fascinating uh, concept yeah. that I know for me, when I have, I, when I have anointed someone in my own brain, right, right. <laughs> with, with just ultra credibility, like whatever they say on a certain issue, uh, I won't research, I won't, I, I like, I, I'm just going to do it. Right. Uh, and there yeah. are people, I think if all of us think about it, we have people like that in our lives yeah. and that's yeah. a gift. I mean, it's such a gift because yeah. it accelerates our ability to make decisions and to make right decisions, um, you know, and, and things along those lines. Um, so, so what I'm hearing you say is, as it relates to credibility, um, it's not, you know, that's something that has to be earned. Um, yeah. There's no fast forward button on earning no. credibility. And, I, and I, I, I happen to agree with you. Yeah. I mean, you, you said it perfectly. I mean, I struggled myself with a network when I was, when I was coming up, I mean, being a business owner, I felt alone a lot. I'm on an Island, right? I, I have this decision to make and I look to my left and my right and my business, I can't really ask them. So I have struggled with having real mentors. Really. That's what it was. The word for me is I want mentors. I want, like you said, if it comes to marketing, I want to call this guy. If it's an HR thing, I, I know I have this gal. 
So now it's like you have an actual network of people supporting you in your business decisions. And if you don't have that, then you have Google and then you have you learning it yourself. And I just don't have time, especially now, to, to go learn something new. I don't I don't want to. I just want I'd rather ask somebody that's been there and done that and and have actual people that I can network with to make decisions. And, and so if we do it right, if we do it right, I think what you're saying is that instead of using rather than thinking of technology as I use technology instead of going to, you know, rotary events and, and, and building a network, right? Mm -hmm. What, what I think we're saying is that if we do it right, we can actually use technology to accelerate that process and not to replace it. Right. Um, right. But because at the end of the day, having uh, person to person, individual, highly trusted, relationships of mentors, partners, friends, advisors that you're right. able to surround yourself with um, is the actual human beings behind it, not Google searches. Right. It's something we desperately need. Right. Yeah. And it's cool. Almost everybody that's, that's in the network now, I've had a, a, a Zoom call with. Like that, that's been one of my strategies is when someone asks or I ask them, I take every meeting. I take every meeting and, and I just meet people. And I, I don't know if I, I don't really know them. I don't know if they're going to bring me any value, but every single time they do, they say, Hey, I'm going to, uh, I want to put you in touch with this person or, Oh, this idea. And then I've been able to network people together. I've been able to say, I have someone for you for that. And so I, that's part of the strategy is I am investing a little bit in people. They're investing in me and it's just creating all these win-wins around me. And it's super rewarding. So obviously you're the founder of this thing. And, and, and while I do, I think that's an impressive step. I'm also not surprised to hear that you're making that kind of investment right in, in, in your uh, network. But I have a, just a, a, a uh, as a, as a member, mm -hmm. how do I be a good member? How does somebody be a good member of a, of a peer community of a peer network? Yeah. I think, like I said, you got to show up, you got to spend some time and you got to, um, you know, ask questions, answer questions. I think they're, they're seasoned veterans in construction that, that have a lot to offer. And they're in a, in maybe in a different position than a lot of us are where maybe they, have, they can carve out 15 minutes a day to, to, to be helping a fellow contractor to, you know, get to the next level. I think there's some of us, like in maybe in my generation, that I, I'm still need to soak up more knowledge. I'm not there. I'm not a finished product. So I, I'd rather, you know, uh, I'd rather ask questions right now. Yep. But um, I think everyone's in a different place, but you have to spend some time and, like I said, invest in some people. And, and I think you, you'll get it back. Uh, I'm, I'm certain of that. I, I'll, I'll say this one last bit, and I want to bring Stacy in because I know we've had some great engagement from the audience this morning. Um, I uh, try, <laughs> and I, anybody in my personal life knows that, that it's uh, something that I talk about you know, privately a lot. I try... Uh, very hard to stay a learner and to stay, um, you know, uh, and, and to recognize there are so many things I don't know. What, one of the ways I think uh, I really appreciate when people engage uh, in, in a peer-to-peer -peer, um, environment is uh, with humility, where they're sharing their experience, where they're sharing their perceptions, where they're sharing um, how they view things but where they also have the uh, awareness 
to yeah. recognize that, that, that that may not be universally true and it may be unique to their experience. And I think right. uh, anytime I hear somebody give advice, um, myself uh, chief among those, right? Anytime I hear me give advice I, yeah. and, and anybody give advice, I always try to, to uh, it, it always resonates best with me when it has that layer in there of, you know, room for error <laughs> right? Sure. And, and recognition that, that, you know, it's an opinion or, or, or a personal experience and not a hard and fast, uh, you know, mathematical equation. Uh, totally right. I have a two teenage daughters, so um, 100%, uh, I can't just give advice anymore. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. You've got to get very artful with how you <laughs> yes, get, I do. Yes. Just getting teenagers to care about what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Stacy, I know we've had a lot going on in the chat this morning. Uh, I think you've uh, you got more than you bargained for with some of those questions. Great work. Um, I, uh, I, I'd like to, uh, you know, hear some of the things that we have going on from the audience. Yeah, I have a couple questions. So residential, commercial, they're kind of two separate worlds. Mm -hmm. um, does your platform cater to both of them or does it geared towards, you know, one or the other? Yeah. So good question. I, this is for all aspects of construction. So any, any field, you know, if you're, you're commercial, you're residential, I, I want them all because eventually, like I said, I want to be able to create more of those private uh, communities. So I have the ability to create private groups as well. So for those trade organizations or those, um, you know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a business or that wants to have a private uh, community as well. Um, that's invite only, then you can have that too. So I want to get to the point where really we're talking about executive things. And you'd be surprised how similar a lot of those things are, no matter what part of the industry you're in. I mean, you could be in distribution or you could be a remodeler and you're having problems with employees. You know, there, there are very similar things that's going on right now, labor shortage, you know, supply yeah. issues. Those are, those are all common. So I think that there's a a little bit of a, it's it's just the construction industry right now is so fractured with like, hey, I need to be a member of this trade organization and then I can get in that forum. Or I need to buy this software and then we can get in. This is inclusive. And so I want it to be inclusive to start and then be able to narrow down into that private uh, uh, community as we go. So another question is, um, this comes up a lot before when people were trying to find communities online, just as you're doing. They, the groups end up getting spammed with like tons of, you know, just sales pitches. So how do you filter that kind of thing? So, you know, we're actually focused on thought leadership. Yeah, it's a good question. It's very explicit in my communication with people is that this is a, a peer network. This is a person to person thing. There, there's not, you know, there's no box that's possible. There's no you know, if, if we find somebody get there and luckily I haven't had that yet, um, then I'm going to have a personal conversation about, Hey, if you, if you have something to offer, then you just need to, you need to, you know, maybe ask it in a different way. You need to say, Hey, Hey, I would like to get some feedback on this I'm working on, or, you know, instead of it being like, you know, you spamming people. And mm -hmm. so far it's been really good because my, my communication has been like, I don't want it to be like LinkedIn where, you feel like you're being, you know, partly sold by a, by a large amount of the audience. I don't want that. So it's very explicit in my communication with people that this is really about a person to person, people to people conversations. Um, another question too, we were talking in the chat about, you know, there's various types of software up there and people 
like to search on the internet for problems and how to come to a resolution. And this one, extracad.com, I believe is a forum for everyone that uses this particular software. So they can, I don't know if your platform has like a search engine where if I'm struggling with something, I can put in keywords and then find a conversation um, where yeah. someone solved the problem already or. Yeah. Something. Yeah. That's what's cool about this is, 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 is going to be a little mini construction Google. I mean, once we have, and not only that, I have, I have articles from all different aspects of construction in there in the feed constantly. So you're being fed information and then yes, there's a search engine that says, Hey, I I'm Hey, does anybody use home advisor or whatever the question may be. And mm-hmm. you will get articles and you will get comments already about that topic. So I do want it to be very useful. And then eventually this year, we're going to be having, you know, education pieces come. We're going to partner with uh, people who are, who are educating business owners. And we want to make it so that it is valuable. This isn't just a social thing. This is something that I want people to leave and say, hey, you know, that, that helped me, that helped my business. Um, that's really what I'm looking for. Cool. Yeah. That's all I got for questions. I, I, I just wanted to uh, comment that, you know, there, there's, um, and I can certainly fall prey to this. I don't know if, uh, if our parents would have fallen prey to the same traps or if this is something that is, you know, newly developed. This, for, for as much, for as reliant as we've become on, you know, Google as an example, we, that's obviously, you know, a generalized term for uh, u- utilizing the internet to search uh, solutions to our own problems. As reliant as we've become on that, what it's also given us to some extent is a sense of um, independence that, you know, I'm doing my own research and I'm, I'm uh, identifying uh, solutions to my own problems and I'm reading up on these things and I'm becoming qualified to solve these problems. And right. as a business owner or frankly, anybody, <laughs> but, 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 but as I, in the context of being a business owner, one of the things that cracks me up is, um, you know, you're solving, you're you're taking all this time to become an expert to solve a problem that has been solved thousands of times before by really, really smart people. Right. And, and, you know, I really appreciate the the gusto that you're you're out there trying to solve your own problems. Yeah. But for the love of God, you turn to the geniuses around you. Yeah. And... Uh, and, and, and save a massive amount of time. Right. And have yeah. the humility to just steal somebody else's stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and nine out of 10 of those people failed. They learned the, right. the failure. They That's did not the learn because they figured it out. They learned because they stepped in a giant landmine. And, and <laughs> I, I think there is, um, you know, a, uh, a big lesson that, that, that entrepreneurs today need to learn and, 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 you know, not, everybody obviously this is you know i don't want to make my problems everybody's <laughs> this is clearly one of mine is that, but it is just you know um having that awareness of what what you are and are not expert in and what it does make sense for you to invest on becoming expert in and what it just makes sense to 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 just find out what the experts do yes um and so uh, i i love what you're doing man i, I think uh, you know uh, creating this kind of um, uh, online forum, uh, you know, gives us opportunities to create some individual relationships. I know that Stacy and I have both created uh, some wonderful individual relationships as a result of doing the morning huddle. 
yeah. um, yeah. where, where, you know, people uh, are, who have engaged, you know, through the, um, you know, the online community have become, you know, uh, one, one-to-one, you know, uh, yeah. in-person friends. And, uh, and so uh, I look forward to, um, you know, your success story on putting more of that stuff together. And, and I think it could be really complimentary with some of the stuff that my company WellBuilt's doing with, um, yeah. we have, uh, you know, uh, in-person peer group environments. Right. Uh, and, and I, I'd be really interested in finding ways to, to, you know, link up and, and, you know, find ways to compliment. Sure. I know a networking guy. <laughs> awesome. Oh, thanks. For uh, all right. Me. Great. Yo, thank you so much for being here. Any, any parting words for us, Jeremy? Uh, no, I just, you know, I appreciate the opportunity. Like I said, um, you know, taking every meeting and being very present for people. It's been, like I said, it's been so rewarding for me. So, um, whatever happens with us construction zone, I'm already feel like I've gotten more out of it. So I'm, you know, like I said, I'm just like on this weird ride and it's like a roller coaster, but I'm having a good time. So I, I guess I must be doing something right. <laughs> Very yeah. good. Thank yeah. you so much. Stacy. anything that you want to say before we jump? Uh, well, we have one more episode left, right? Yes. So next That's week it. we're going to be, next week we're going to be talking um, about change order management. Uh, and, and it's going to be a, a fascinating discussion with a company that actually gets hired with, with the head of a group of a company that actually gets hired to manage um, uh, change orders and, you know, uh, project controls actually uh, for, uh, for, for, you know, large scale uh, commercial projects. It'll be fascinating discussion about how to simplify uh, the change order process, how to avoid conflict and, and, and probably most importantly to everybody who watches how to get paid. So, uh, uh, you know, let's, let's make sure that uh, you visit us for that uh, final episode of this season. Uh, we'll be taking two months off and we'll be back uh, at the beginning of um, April. So uh, we'll be, we'll be uh, wrapping up here next week. Thanks again, Jeremy. Thanks, Stacy. Thank you, guys. Uh, uh, we'll see everybody next week. See ya. Bye. Have see a good ya. one. Bye-bye.